This podcast does use some rude language and explores adult themes. You've been warned. Don't be a... Don't be a... Don't be a... Please don't be a... Don't be a... Don't be a... Don't be a... Don't be a Welcome to Don't Be A Fuckwit, both a self-help podcast for those who don't understand the widely accepted social norms and a therapy session for those who do understand but are surrounded by those who don't. Helping me navigate the world of fuckwits in this episode is none other than comedian, actor, broadcaster, sports nut, beer lover, bar owner... Mick Malloy! And part-time fuckwit. And uh, yeah, on fuckwit. occasion, I can bring it. Have, have you been a fuckwit, Mickey, in the past? Oh, mate, <laughs> you don't have long enough. There's no <laughs> podcast in history that could contain uh, the worst of my behaviour. Yeah, I, yeah, but look, we all slip into fuckwittery from time to time, don't we? Yeah, you know, it's on the table. It's part of the mix. It is part of the mix. I think self-awareness, though, is a mitigating factor. Sure. Which yeah. separates the decent... From the genuine fuckwits. I get it. Yeah. Yep. So how do you, uh, do you bump into fuckwits often in your life? How do you feel about them? Uh, so my, my major issue mm. is that we cater for them. And this is <laughs> yes. this is what I, where I think right. Australia has taken a wrong turn. So yep. if you if you go to other parts of the world, like my, one of my favourite places in the world is mm. Berlin. Yep. And in Berlin, you can do whatever you want mm. as long as you're not a dickhead. You know what I mean? They don't care. You can drink in the street. You can ride your bike without a helmet. (laughs) But Australia's decided that because there's a few fuckwits out there (laughs) that we have to indemnify ourselves against them. And we've created this high-vis culture where you can't do anything without signing triplicate, without, you know, catering for the worst of society. We have to protect them. So we have this layer upon layer of legislation and mm. council restrictions and and laws that just blow my mind that because they cater to the stupid and we do we cater for the lowest common denominator. Would you call it a nanny state? It's a nanny state. It's a yeah. high vis state, is what I call <laughs> I like, it. Someone like came it. out here. I think it was the editor of Wallpaper Magazine and came to Australia and went, mm. "You guys are losing your minds." Mm. Said this is uh, without doubt the most juvenile place I've ever travelled to <laughs> in the world. Because of restrictions. I remember doing, this is true, I remember doing a photo shoot once for the Grand Prix and it was for Pelt Sun Confidential or something and yeah. they, they had a, they had a Grand Prix car parked down by Albert Park Lake. Yeah, right. And because I was doing a photo shoot, because I was getting photographed with the car, yeah. I had to wear high-vis. <laughs> but in the meantime, there are pedestrians w- like walking dogs yeah, yeah. who are allowed to come up. The dogs are weighing on the car. Yeah. They're getting their photographs taken with the car. Yes. But because I am part of an official uh, occasion, yeah. I have to wear high-vis. <laughs> that is fucked. <laughs> One is. example, Limo. Yeah, it is, it is ridiculous. We do... Cater for them. I met an English guy not so long ago who had moved to Australia. Yeah. And he said, what's this freewheeling Australian spirit I've been hearing about all these years? He said, this is the most uptight country in the world. Agreed. It is. Um, we, mm. We've marketed ourselves as, you know, uh, give it a crack, have a go, <laughs> don't worry about it, comma. It's not true. Here's the people that I can't stand. It's, mm. it's these, these sticklers for the rules. Yeah. And it comes, and this is what this is particular to Australia. Yes, but once a rule's been introduced, there's a certain amount of people who feel they have 
to enforce it. I'll give you one example. Yep. So the day smoking was banned on beaches, okay, <laughs> in, in, a, in in Melbourne, <laughs> yeah. Australia. A, a sad day, let me just so, say. Oh, <laughs> it's a, a black armband day yeah. in our cultural history. Yeah. But I remember having a cigarette and a guy walking 200 metres up the beach to tell me to put out the cigarette. <laughs> it's against the law. It didn't fucking hurt him or affect him in any way. Yet, because it was now a law, yes. he felt yes. he had the right to make a total fuckwit of himself. Uh, mate, I'm hearing, I'll give you two stories at the opposite end of this spectrum. Yeah. One, two days ago, this happened to me in Adelaide. Yeah. Have you ridden the scooters around Adelaide? Uh, at sadly, all? no. It's a dream of mine. <laughs> oh, and one day, <laughs> bucket list stuff. <laughs> well, day, they're, they're a, a joy. They're yeah. a joy. Anyway, I was on a scooter and I was just riding through the city. It was four in the afternoon. Didn't yeah. have a helmet on. Yeah. And all the bikes come with helmets, but I never wear one because I yeah. just can't be stuffed. Yeah. And I'm on a scooter doing 10Ks an hour without a helmet on. Yeah. And a bloke steps in front of the scooter almost as if to stop me. <laughs> and he goes, mate, helmet on. Helmet's compulsory. <laughs> I'm like, what do you give a fuck, mate? I'm just keep walking. What's it got on, to do with you? On your day. I will uh, get brain damage yeah. if that's my choice. <laughs> and that's what I mean about Berlin. You, they yeah. say you don't have to wear it. There are beautiful girls riding around mm. on bikes uh, without a helmet on, and I've got to say, it's uplifting. <laughs> For me, it's uplifting. <laughs> but, of course, you can wear one if you want, and you'd yeah. be an idiot if you didn't put on your child. But I've been in Goa, India, where I've been <laughs> yes. overtaken by a motorbike with five people and a monkey on it, no helmets. And there's no one going, oh, hey, mate, you know why? Because they have to get to work. So it's almost yes. a symptom of how successful our country is that we have nothing big to worry about. So it's like the nerds have won. Here's my, here's my deal. The nerds have won because, because we don't get bombed every day, because there's no big ticket items, because we don't live next door to Russia. Right, you know what we can worry about? Mm. Uh, how many bins do we need out the front today? <laughs> how many, it just blows my mind how over-governed we are. Three levels of government, Lee. It's, no, too, it's much. too much. So are you saying that it's uh, fuckwittery is a symptom of privilege? Uh, yes. Yes, yeah. I am. I mm. am saying that you've got nothing more. It's, it's like people with too much spare time on their hands. Mm. We have a very great standard of, of yeah. living and we should be very grateful for it. But what it means is you've got time to write a letter to the editor complaining yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, the most <laughs> basic uh, of human rights. It just it, Australia is <laughs> quite a nasty country in the way it likes to officiate and judge each other. It is. We'll get back to local council in just a moment. I was on, I think you'll enjoy this one, an Air India flight once. 20, okay. 20 years ago, yeah. from London to New York, yeah. non-smoking flight, okay? Um, Air India flight, a lot of Indian dudes on board the plane. As you, um, as you would. Think. And I walk, I went up to the back of the plane to go to the loo, and there's two Indian dudes eat, having a cigarette. Yeah, sure. And they had a little cup with a bit of water in it. They yeah. were just ashing into the water. <laughs> and <laughs> flight, attendant, flight attendant walked up and said, you're not allowed to smoke on the plane. And they just went, nah, we're going to have this one. <laughs> And she went, and she went, okay. And then yeah. <laughs> I've done my job. I've, I've, done I've, my I've, job. I've asked you not to. They're still going to have a cigarette. And they had a smoke. And there was, I don't know, there was something about it that I kind of enjoyed. But that's what I'm talking about. There's a time when, you know, there are laws that are good. Smoking on planes, let's all think about it, probably a good 
Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. smoking in in radio studios like this one. I used to when I started, mate, I'd have smoked <laughs> yeah. a pack before nine. I'd have had eight donuts and tw- and twenty Winfield Blues. Yeah. Now I realise now that wasn't great for the people around me. <laughs> for the office, However, definitely. walking two hundred metres up a friggin' <laughs> beach. beach, that's when we've taken it too far. We've taken it too far. I was in uh, Italy a few uh, years ago, and. I was in a car that was it was a long drive. Don't don't judge me for getting a car to take me from Rome to uh, Positano. But anyway, Jesus, <laughs> me, Your Majesty. What I go. did was just anyway. Was I paid too much for it? But whatever. Yeah. But we were going in a freeway. It's a couple of hours that drive. My driver passed a cop car doing 190. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought to myself, God, I love this country. I love this country. Uh, sometimes I think, you know, it just gets too much for me. Mm. I think, oh, I could move to Berlin. I could move to India. I could move to yeah. where people just leave leave you alone. They just do. And because, you know, in uh, Italy, you can buy booze everywhere. But the reason Isn't it's available great? everywhere is no one gets blind and carries on like a dickhead. Uh, same Berlin. Like, again, yeah. the whole time I was there, I never saw... Hey, bus pull up with 20 piss blokes on it. I know mm. everyone was ad- treated like adults and yeah. strangely acted in an adult mm. way. Uh, it's almost like you get what you, you deserve. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and councils talk about over-officiating. Mm. Yeah, they're just, the, the public service in this country, and I've been lucky enough to work on a TV show where we highlight some of the ridiculousness yeah. of that being utopia. Yes. Uh, yes, well done, by the way. One of my favourites. <laughs> Dave, thank you. Great, great show. Uh, a lot of fun to, to be on. And just near us uh, now, in Fitzroy, they removed a bunch of trees from a street because they said they were causing some sort of damage. Okay. But they said they're going to replace the trees with smaller trees, but they've concreted over all the holes in the road. <laughs> and they said, we'll dig the concrete up when we go to plant the new trees. Uh, that's another whole raft of meetings. <laughs> oh, be, that'll involve another department. <laughs> and it's yeah. another one. Have you heard the story about the local council where they had to fix a piece of road and they needed uh, three guys to do it, but because they had three guys, they required a supervisor. They had to bring yeah. in a fourth guy as a supervisor. But now because they had four, they needed a first aid officer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now they needed five people there. But because there was five, it pushed them over a limit for something else. So they had to get in a sixth person as well. Well, mate, that's the <laughs> so, thing I talk about. So you've, mate, you've been on film sets. I've been yeah. on film sets. The layers and layers of bureaucracy involved in setting up a shoot. You want to shoot one yeah. scene on the yeah. side of a – in a milk bar. Yes. You're going to have to go to council. You're going to have to get all – you're going to have to rope off an area. You're going to have to have eight trucks. You're yes. going to have to have a catering van and all this stuff. I was in India, <laughs> right? And this is true. Yeah. Uh, I know a guy who was driving across a bridge. Yeah. And he looked out the window – and there were gangsters shooting at cars, and they were just filming a scene. So there was two guys leaning out with guns, filming. They didn't lock down the set. All right. They didn't. They didn't get any permits. They just went. We need to film this scene where someone's get shot in a bridge. Ah, just go and do it. Just do it. I prefer I, that world. Yeah, I, somehow than uh, I than do this love right it here. Didn't you judge a film festival in India? Is that what? I did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so don't ask me why. <laughs> Well, I did. No, Cracker Jack had just came out. Yeah, and We yeah, were yeah. in Goa, and um, I'm out. One of my favourite places. Have you been to Mumbai? Uh, I have indeed. I do. I do uh, love it. You know, one of my favourite stories. Getting slightly off topic here, but I love uh, a good sidebar. 
a, a, a guy who was our kind of guide on that trip, he said, often you'll see groups of young kids out the front of movie theatres, cinemas. Uh, and he said, what's going on there is in really poor uh, parts of town, yes. kids can't afford a ticket to the movies. Right. But they love movies. Right. So you'll get 10 kids will pull their resources to buy one ticket. One kid will go to the movie and he'll come and they'll send in the best storyteller and that kid will come out and tell the story of the movie That's fantastic. to his friends. Beautiful story. Wow. Yeah. Do you reckon they do that with Cracker Jack? <laughs> There's this guy in there. He's, he's like a he's young a- Keanu Reeves. And he's, all right. Where's the, where was the cure women? I found it unbelievable that there were more women. Um, so let's uh, – good. We've, we've opened up well. We've come out, we've come out guns uh, we've blazing come here. already. What about some uh, smaller examples here, Mickey? Of, sure, um, far away. I was on a plane from Melbourne to Adelaide okay. uh, last Sunday. Yeah. Uh, apologies to people listening to this. We're not sure exactly when this pod's going to come out. But yeah. uh, for us last Sunday, two Carlton fans on the plane. Oh, yeah. well, say no more. <laughs> yeah. You, you had me at Carlton fans. They were, they were singing the Carlton song quite loud enough yeah. for most of the plane to hear it. Yeah. The whole plane's sober. That's right. They've been at the footy They've all day. They've been at the footy. They've beaten the Crows. Yeah. And they're on a flight to Adelaide. Mm. Just... No, unless you're Adele or the cast of Lion King, don't sing on a plane. <laughs> now would be a good time for a terrorist attack as well. <laughs> exactly. I would be thinking. It's not. So singing on a plane, we can rule Singing that out, on can't a plane we? is good. Can I just say, anyone who generally I sit next to on a plane tends to be a fuckwit. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's some kind of homing mechanism yeah. or whatever. Remember, I used to travel on Jetstar before Jetstar had allocated. Seating, oh, right? Remember, they just used to blow a whistle, and everyone would fucking run. <laughs> That's even <right>. the pilot. <laughs> he wasn't guaranteed a seat. He was he was running along, going, "Get out of the way, get out of the way." Yeah. But I remember going on a trip to Hamilton Island, yeah. and I get on my seat, and eight piss blokes roll <laughs> oh, in for oh, a no. golf trip, no. and I just, what, where do you think they're going to? So they've cornered you front. Back side, <laughs> oh. I had my life jacket on. Ten minutes after we started, <laughs> did they recognise you? Oh. <laughs> oh no! Yes, I tried to claim I was Matt Preston. <laughs> That's what I do when I'm trying to throw them off the scent. It was you were sitting next to the one Master Chef fan. That's right. <laughs> Amongst them all, it's what about on flights? I'm sure we can tell the, the planes. Story. Fuckwits, the the guys with the neck pillows. Oh. Come on. Come on, mate. Uh, it's a domestic flight. It's three hours. And there's an age limit on neck pillows. I just, I just want to pop it with a lit cigarette. Just want to walk up and go, poof. Done. We're done. And the neck pillow, the people who uh, – well, our mate Adam Rosenbach talks about this, the people who wear them around the airport. I mean, it's just not a good look. Oh, I'm wearing one now, by the way, just in case. Is anyone so – Just in case you put me to sleep. <laughs> Has anyone ever worn a neck pillow on their Tinder profile pic? <laughs> wow. wow. That's a- oh, well, let's talk fuckwits. Talk about <laughs> Tinder profiles. Do you, how many people do you know who lie on their, their Tinder profile picture? I know oh, a, a mate. I've got a mate yeah. who, uh, who went all the trouble. He's got a mate. He's got a boat. So he went and filmed himself on the behind the wheel of the boat, on a boat. In, a, in a skipper's cap. And I go, but eventually she's going to work out. That at some point, this whole thing unravels, mate. It un- it's going to come undone pretty quickly. Guys with dogs. 
the guys with oh. the guys have worked out with Tinder. So I'm, I'm being too obvious here, but but that's <laughs> fuck with it. When when you go when you got a puppy, I got a little puppy, and yeah. I am going to with somebody who's ducked into the guide dogs for <laughs> one day. <laughs> I borrow the dog, holding some puppies, stolen a dog. <laughs> what about people who stand it like shirtless with fish? Is one of this is not a good look. It's not so a good combination. Dude with his shirt off, with a rod leaning up against someone yeah. who's just holding a fish, especially at a fish and chip shop. <laughs> if he's serving you that fish, shirtless holding a holding up a poo bag joggers. of. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> fucking poo joggers. Is where did that come from? There, there, oh. we, there were two thousand to three thousand years of uh, civilized. Well, no, it never occurred to anyone to snap one off <laughs> when they're jogging past. How all of a sudden it's a thing where you go, I'll just uh, go behind the dump master. <laughs> I don't get it. That should be a demonstration sport at the <laughs> Queensland Olympics. Is that an Australian? Is that Australian? Or well, he is was that... from Brisbane. He was from Brisbane, he the poo jogger. Brisbane. So... Me, I love that. For, you know when he was eventually. Going over the hurdles. <laughs> there you go. Oh, he's hit that hurdle. Oh, his... There's been a few. There's the one in Queensland. Mm. There's the one who was Me... doing it outside. What's her name? Shoff? Remember the, oh, the, influ- the influencer? Oh, What's um, her name? Oh, yeah, no, that is good. ringing a bell. There was well, a what be- about the Dunedin Poor? The, the, is it, oh, the Invercargill. Was it the Invercargill Poor? He used to he snap one off in the pool every Friday. And they actually sent the cops, the New Zealand cops, sent down, this is true, a team of undercover cops in Speedos to stake out the pool on a Friday afternoon. He was too good for them, though. He was like the Pink Panther of, of poo jogging. He just had this skill. Hey, Where did that more, come from? More of a poo ninja. <laughs> One step ahead of the cops. You'll Always. Ne- you'll never catch me. A little chalk outline of a turd <laughs> beside the pool. Remember the f- the photo of the poo jogger when he eventually got busted? Oh. And he was sort of crouching over his running gear, but he had that sort of dumbfounded look uh, uh, towards uh, the camera. Uh, yeah. Oops. You oh. got me. It's pretty hard to pull your pants up and run. <laughs> Anyway. Sometimes, you know, sometimes people actually do soil themselves during a marathon. That's well, a Deeks. thing. Did Deeks do it? Deeks famously uh, did it. Yeah. Where, uh, to the Com Games. I think I saw in Brisbane. Well, or whenever he the won Com gold. Ga- he won gold. But he no, and that's why. Because <laughs> he did not break stride. And I tell you what, if you were coming second or third at the time, you, you weren't that keen to... <laughs> <laughs> to was, make up ground. That was how he put a bit of distance between that's himself right. and the uh, and the opposition. Maybe, uh, maybe that's why <laughs> those those long distance the walkers walk like that. <laughs> Try, trying to keep one in. <laughs> trying to hold it in. <laughs> I think Paula Radcliffe, the f- English marathon runner, I think she might have ducked into a bush once during a marathon to Oh, that's a, you've got to get out a jail free card if you're <laughs> if you're in a marathon, you can do what you like. If you <laughs> Hey, at what age? So my my son's five. Now, yeah. if he needs a wee and we're at the park, he'll have a wee on a tree. Sure. What age? Your lads are a bit older than mine. What age does that stop? Uh, well, it hasn't so far. <laughs> my boys are twenty-two. No, they're nine. No, that's all fine. Yeah. I think. Uh, I, I don't know. I, do you know there are places? Have you seen a urinal? Some some towns in in Europe mm. have got a urinal for men. Yeah. Which is like. In public, so it's in a park, and it's just got three of those basin, oh. you, you know, the single oh, ones. So they can How see you, you can... from behind, standing yeah, at the. Just, uh, 
Yeah, in a way, out bad. nature. I'm not fun. I'm happy with that. But here's a good one. Just while you got me thinking yeah. about it, fuck wits. How far can you be from the beach, but still in your bathers? <laughs> right. How far I, can you be yeah, before yeah. you go? Same in Bondi. Okay. Uh, I'm in my speedos. I go. I might just walk up there and grab a sandwich. How deep? How far from the beach can I get? Before people go, okay, dude, you I, need to put some clothes on. Yeah, I've got a pretty firm rule on this. You need your your feet need to be in the sand, <laughs> <laughs> and if they're not in the sand, well, you play hard. You need to, you need to put something yeah, 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 yeah. on. It is not a good look. All right, fair and you call. can't I'm go see. You got Campbell Parade there at Bondi. I might let I might maybe let you go into Campbell Parade. I'm going but to I'm Campbell not, Parade, but I'm not comfortable. I'm going with to the Beach Road Hotel. I'm, I'm ordering a scooter at the Beach Road, and don't. You tell me I can't. Now, the Beach Road Hotel is a few blocks back from the beach, by the way. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. I reckon I'm just inside the zone. What about, would you walk down Elizabeth Street in Sydney? Is that too far from Bondi? Well, just... Wait, mate. <laughs> <laughs> speed up. Yes, no. No. You've gone too far. What about a bikini? Uh, no. I'm Not yeah. again. I've done it once. <laughs> right. Didn't, didn't end up well. Hey, now, I was going to bring up... But, but now that we've done the poo jogger at the Invercargill yeah. pool, that this one might uh, well, not quite away. have the impact. People who go swimming with Band-Aids on. The Band-Aid's going to come off and it's going to end up in the bottom of the pool. I agree What are you that. thinking? Why? It's not a good look. A, a Band-Aid in a, I, in a pool is a frightening scenario. And I've won too many times. I've been doing laps and I've looked down. When you see a band out at the bottom of the pool, that's game over. That's everyone out. That's, <laughs> that's, that's like the Jaws music. It's the, it's, it? it's the Polly Waffle in Caddyshack. It is the Polly Waffle in Caddyshack. No, that's no good. Right there. Hey, can we mention, um, uh, we were talking about flying earlier. Can, yeah. we, can we talk? Can we mention Luke Darcy? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Look, well, I know the story you're alluding to. <laughs> So, <laughs> yes, we can. Why not? Luke once uh, got on a plane and sat in business class hmm. while his pregnant wife sat in economy <laughs> down the back. Yeah. Yeah, I said, I hope you know what you're doing, man. Well, no, his, his point was he, I think he was working when the plane landed he, oh, and he had to be cherry ripe. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the bravest man in history. <laughs> and he's Bad not bad. Hey, oh. what about this while we're talking about Luke? Mm. He once was on a long haul flight and he had uh, an au- they had no pair with I think he was up the front with his in he's wife, sitting in business. Wife, sitting yeah. in business. And he had like a nanny down the back of the kids. With the three yeah. three so, kids. Yep. So twenty four hours to London. Yeah. One hour into the flight, <laughs> nanny comes up and goes, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> can you, can How you, is that? That is that's dirty pool. That's a fuckwit. Oh, that is dirty. Oh, that that is, is dirty, dirty pool. That is some shitty play from the nanny. Oh, that's, do you reckon that's premeditated? A hundred percent. Was she English? Yes. Oh. I think that was, she was. I think she's basically going home. Oh, that's a scam. That's a that's a scam. That's that's an existing scam. I I reckon that's happened more than once. That is incredible. Can you get? Did he get himself on the microphone and do a? Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Does anyone want a job on board? You ever say? You ever know when someone goes, "Oh my God, is there a doctor on the plane? Is there a nanny on the plane? <laughs> is there a nanny urgently? Hey, did he? I need a neck pillow. <laughs> so all of a sudden, she quits 
And what do you do? Put on a headphones, yeah, order put a drink? headphone and lay, order <laughs> drinks and relax. <laughs> so they're all of it. Now they're unaccompanied minors. Well. So did they have to leave business? I, I don't know what happened. I didn't yeah. hear anything he said after that. I just went, <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, in case off, of emergency, a nanny will fall from the compartment above you. Off to a flyer. Uh, nice work, yeah. That is definitely a fuckwit behaviour right there. Yeah. Hey, yeah, let's move on to a couple of news stories. Far away. Coming to you live from an undisclosed location, this is I on Fuckwits. Uh, what about this one, uh, Mickey? <laughs> uh, actually, on the election campaign, oh just my God. first of all, you know it's an election campaign when I saw last week on Twitter, one day the word, just the word idiot was trending. On Twitter, <laughs> and then the next day, the 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 words O F F S, as in O for fuck's sake, was also, was trending. also trending in relation to it, the, all the, in relation to. So I searched them both. They're in relation to Craig Kelly, Morrison, Malcolm Roberts, uh, and there was a bit of Putin and U.S. Supreme Court in there. But but wow, the this election campaign is one of the saddest. It's a race to the bottom, isn't it? Uh, man, I, look, I, yeah, I don't mind it. I'm, I'm, I lean a little to the left, and yeah. I, I'm not a Morrison fan, so let the hate mail commence. Yeah. Uh, let the bots <laughs> begin yeah. your attack. Um, but uh, And I don't mind Elbow, but I, I, I think both – I think the, the this campaign leaves me dead. I just mm. – it's like what else can you do – to make me less interested, mm. uh, and it's quite an important one. You know what I mean? I oh, know they uh, the debate they had on Channel Nine the other day was a, an absolute disgrace. This may well be coming out after the election, so you'll know who's won. Who's won? Uh, but my what highlight kind of so far: uh, Malcolm Roberts on Twitter said uh, they want to get they want to get rid of carbon dioxide, but you breathe out carbon dioxide, so they want to get rid of you. He <laughs> makes a good point. <laughs> No run on that. I thought it's a stroke of genius from, Ma- from Malcolm Roberts. Yeah. Uh, all right, what about this one, Mickey? Uh, you would have been late for a flight, I imagine, on a couple of occasions in your life. There's nothing worse than being late for a flight mm. um, because when it comes to quality stink eye, <laughs> oh, mate. if you're coming down that oh. aisle and you have left everyone waiting... Oh. You again. I'm going to mention Luke Darcy. And, you, and you got no. You've got no. There are no excuses because no you excuses. must have checked in in plenty of time. But you've got your, your bags are on. You've been there. All of a sudden, you hear the third oh. call. Oh Jesus! I, You're running down, and the it's really huffy behaviour. <laughs> oh, no. You know what? It's like it's it's like road rage. You can do things on things on planes can really annoy you. So yeah. I get. You know, it's time to get off. And everyone's yeah. trying to orderly make the make an orderly way yes. out, but someone hasn't got their overhead uh, baggage yeah, ready mate. to go. So there uh, goes row A, B, C, D, D E. S. What the fuck's happening in F? <laughs> the guy is just uh, getting out of his chair. Now he's opening his locker. Mate. Now he's fumbling around. <laughs> what the fuck? Seriously, or they'll pull a bag out from the overhead locker, <clears throat> then they'll put their laptop in it. They'll put their book in it. They zip yeah. it up again. They put it up. Just move your shit on or get out of the way. That's it. We've done a lot on planes. It's almost been the theme today, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, we have, there's air, air been travel. a lot of plane gear here. That's good. Uh, uh, about La- time they copped it. <laughs> They've had it coming. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. What about this? Recent, yes. Recently, I'm in the Qantas Lounge. Oh, yeah. And I'm travelling from Sydney to Melbourne. And Qantas, 
uh, cancelled three flights in a row, like three flights in a row, but I, they didn't even tell – and I'm in the lounge. Yeah. But I found out from my driver in Melbourne who rang me to go, oh, I noticed right. your plane's been cancelled. <laughs> so so this is true story. So I go up and go, um, all right, well, my plane's been cancelled. Uh, I, I understand. I've heard from friends in Melbourne. <laughs> and I go, oh, yeah, we'll put you on another one, but that's cancelled too. I go, okay, any any danger of a flight to Melbourne? They said, yes, we've got you on a third one, but you're going to have to go economy. Big deal. Who cares? It's a, it's one hour flight. I just want to get home. Yeah, sure. Couldn't care less. I said, you know what, though? There should be some form of compensation, don't you think? Because you haven't delivered what you said you would deliver. Mm. And they go, all right, what about this? We only charge you for an economy fare. <laughs> I go, how the fuck's that compensation? <laughs> what? Giving me what? I'm paying for what I'm receiving is considered compensation. I said, no, why don't you make a complimentary? They go, yeah, right. <laughs> Get to Melbourne, no yeah. bags, absolute. Oh, it's complete shit. Show. Here's, here's yeah. what a lot of people are doing, mate. And I, this is I, this is all in mm. one weekend going to Sydney. The hotel I'm staying at uh, goes no mini bar. Why? COVID. So I'm sick of the COVID excuse. Yeah. Well, no mini bar. No, no, why? COVID. No room service. COVID. And I go. I know that this is part of the service that doesn't make your hotel any money. Uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. When, when, when drunk guy from room three hundred three rings up and says, <laughs> "Can I have six crownies?" It's easy for you to go, "Nah." nah. And we don't have a guy there to staff it. It's yeah. no. It's no longer a crown issue, mate. You yeah, yeah. can drop a bag off out the front of my door. <laughs> drop the drinks off out the front of the hotel room. Oh, yeah. So, so and there's that. Also, while I was in in Sydney at a, at a popular bar, they now have the QR code on the table, oh. which I could understand during COVID. But so now what happens is you sit down and you have to order the drinks, pay for them. And now we play the waiting game. <laughs> so nowadays you go up order, but they don't get their money, right, till you've got your beer. Until you've got your drink, So yes. now they've got your money. <laughs> 30 minutes later, I have to go to the fucking bar, which is what I should have done in the first place to order the drinks. Yes, yes. And they go, oh, yeah, sorry. Again, it's just another drop in quality of in service. And it's another layer where they can distance themselves from uh, providing a half-decent service. I had the same thing. I was staying at the Sofitel in Sydney, great hotel, yeah, no sure. no minibar. So this and is no the room service order. after 10. So this is the same, Shangri-La. So that's yeah. where, where I was. We sound like a couple of knobs, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I was in a smoking jacket uh, and a pipe. No, but, but, the, but it's true. But so COVID, obviously, standards, we mm. had to change to live. But now it's just a bullshit excuse to not deliver the service you say you're going to deliver. I'm a five-star hotel. No, you're not. I'm a pub which serves beers. No, you don't. Uh, I'm, I'm, we're, we're Qantas. We'll give you a plane. Even though I'm saying it's COVID. Sorry, it's COVID. It's all stuff. It's the biggest cop-out now. It's a convenient It's a convenient excuse. What happens now if you go to, say, Spearmint Rhino? Are they COVID rules oh, there that are – look, <laughs> face mask, but no, no pants. <laughs> I think is the prevailing right. safety. Oh, I hear on good authority. You know. They're keeping face masks QR on. codes. No dollar notes. No, no, no notes. QR code it. And, uh, and away you go. You'll be okay. Here's one for you. You yeah. would know this. Playing golf. Yes. So COVID. Uh, hang on, guys. We're not going to anymore. I'll let you fill in a golf card. 
what you're going to have to do is get your oh, phone yeah, out yeah, at the yeah. end of every hole yeah. and you're going to have to record it into the into the phone into the and app, at the yeah. end it'll go into an app, an app which now lets everyone know where you are, what time of day you were playing, what your score was uh, yeah. uh, and it won't go back. So I'm down at my, my golf club going, where's the pen and paper? I oh, know you do it on your phone. I go, mate, the point of playing golf is to be out in nature <laughs> yeah. uh, with your mates having a chat yeah. and drinking it in. If I have to pull out my phone every 500 metres for four and a half hours, what's the fucking point of that? <laughs> so again, I saw something introduced for COVID now goes, no, we're just not going back. The bar has been lowered thanks to that fucking pandemic. <laughs> hey, it- COVID? He's a fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it. Someone had to say it. I'll tell you another one. People now insisting on Zoom meetings when a phone call would have done just fine. Yeah. Are you getting a bit of that? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I am. Speaking of not wanting people to know where you are when you're on the golf course, I've told you the story before about when I told my wife I was going to have a day with our son. No, I Years ago. Tell me, please. She went... <laughs> She was away for the day. And I said, great, it'll be a little bonding day for me and the young father. Father Sunday. Father Sunday. And we had a lovely morning together. And then, then a mate of mine rang me and said, hey, do you want to play golf this afternoon? I went, oh, yeah, sure. So I dropped. I took the, <laughs> I took the young fella to daycare at lunchtime. Oh. <laughs> I went and played 18 holes with my mate. My wife came home two hours earlier okay. than she was meant to. So I get, leave golf, I pick up the young fella from daycare. As I'm pulling in the garage out the back, my wife walks out excited <laughs> as if to say, what have you two legends been up to? And I step out in my golf gear. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's like, when the, the bags, the golf bags in the back. That's unbelievable. How many guys have been caught out on the golf course oh. is just <laughs> when uh, I was playing with a friend of mine. Uh, he's a doctor and he wasn't supposed to be on the golf course. <laughs> right. And he's taking a consultation and he's going, oh, well, of course, what I would do is, uh, that's not a code blue, but I would uh, check the beats per minute and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the background, I've gone four. <laughs> yes, shut up. <laughs> Problems in the next surgery. Because uh, no one wants to leave a golf course if you no. My favourite story mm-hmm. at, at my golf course is uh, coming up, I think, the 17th, 16th hole. Mm. These guys are playing. Anyway, one of the guys in the group has had a, basically a heart attack an issue, yeah. and he's, on the, he's thrashing around on the ground. And anyway, they land a helicopter onto the ground to take him to hospital. They've got him. He's, yeah, right. You know, yeah, he's, yeah. He looks like he's going to be fine. And yeah. they go, but they go to his mates, do you, want, do you want to come with him in the chopper? They go... Yeah, we might just finish the round. <laughs> they, mu- they must have been playing well. Because you, you know if you've got a good round going, yeah, you just you don't, don't want... You, you don't want to go anywhere. Someone's a fuck with you. <laughs> I don't know who. Uh, stay on the course if, you, if it's a nice day. If it's a nice day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about this one, Mickey? A woman uh, late for a flight Here we at go. Fort Lauderdale Airport. It was a couple, actually, with their son. Uh, they checked in their luggage for the flight, got their boarding passes. Uh, then they got distracted somehow. And by the time they got to the gate, the plane had left. It was taxiing. Hadn't uh, taken off yet, yeah, but yeah. it was taxiing. It's on the ground. Uh, she had a bit of a hissy fit and insisted they turn the plane around. And they said, well, sorry, we're not, we can't do that. It's out taxiing. Too bad. We called the <laughs> flight. You weren't here. Uh, she was furious. Yeah, uh, because she had to get their son back to Chicago for school the next day. So the 46-year-old mother told staff there was a bomb in her checked luggage. Ah, good one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep. So the plane, uh, okay. 
the plane was turned around on the tarmac, passengers evacuated, <laughs> plane searched, no bombs, mum arrested, dad embarrassed, son misses school. She faces up to 15 years in prison. Well done, everybody. <laughs> what did she think was going to happen? Oh, because uh, there's a bomb. Great. They've turned the plane around. They'll let me on now. Yeah, Hang on. Fucking idiot. You told us there's a bomb on the plane. Oh, that's incredible. Do you know Melda Marcos once turned a plane around? A, a jumbo jet that was in, in, in transatlantic flight because mm. uh, she'd forgotten some cheese she wanted from London. So she actually had the plane turned around with all the passengers on it. I assume this was oh, that's a Philipp- this must have been a Philippine Airlines <laughs> flight. I, I think that's a fair I, guess. I don't imagine British Airways. Are going, yeah, sure, Imelda, we'll turn around for you. Our bomb threat, eh? They old see I've, those displays of power. Yeah. Are extraordinary stories. Which, it's like the where is it? Was it Kerry Packer's dad? That stopped a movie halfway through and got them to replay a horse race? No, I think that story was uh, he won a Melbourne Cup or, or one of the big, yeah. big ones, Kerry Packer. And what what he did was I think there was a show, maybe it was uh, was it uh, the Penthouse Club or something. Yeah, some, right. Some, something was on that night. Yeah. yeah, and he just said, I want to watch it, rang up the studio and they took off whatever was on and, <laughs> and replayed his <laughs> – his horse race. <laughs> Replayed the race. That's bad. Yeah, Kerry Packer also had my show taken off. <laughs> did he put- in similar circumstances. <laughs> I think we came he- back after an ad break and the love boat was on. <laughs> uh, did he? You didn't get sacked mid-show though, did you? No, I didn't get the mid-show. That did, was... Did you get sacked? was uh, Doug Mulray. Doug Mulray. Did oh, you get sacked? Funniest sat- animal home videos. Yeah, that's... Too many massive <laughs> horse schlongs, I believe, for Kerry Packer. <laughs> did you get... You didn't get sacked in person by Kerry though. Did you? Uh, no, I didn't get sacked in person, but I, I did run into him shortly afterwards. <laughs> right. Yeah. He saw the funny side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was speaking uh, about, you know, the, the bomb threat or, yeah. or misrepresenting yourself. Mm. So a friend of mine, a guy called Renato Bartolome, mm. uh, had made a book. His girlfriend was on the verge of breaking up with him. Yeah. Right? So he, he goes, look, please just give me one more chance, one more chance. I'll make it up to you. Let's do this thing. So anyway, he booked a table at the George uh, right. yeah, in St Kilda. And um, anyway, he's about an hour and a half late and she's standing at the front. And she's standing at the front <laughs> oh, and she goes, well, I hope you're happy. They've given our table away. He goes, I've got this. He goes in and he goes, my name's Dr Bartolome and I've been in emergency surgery and I understand you've given our table away. Am I correct in accusing fashion? They go, sorry, Dr. Bartolome, we, we, we can only apologise. Yeah. Let us find you a table immediately. So they go and find him a table by the window looking yeah. over Fitzroy Street. Nice. Just as their bums hit the table, there's a screech of car wheels and there's a head-on car accident. Oh, oh, no. Just outside, the door bursts open. Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> I swear to God, and this is this is how ballsy he, he was. He actually went out and, and started taking someone's pulse until the ambulance arrived, at which time he just fucked off. Oh, so you be careful is. when you're making up a story or misrepresenting. Oh man, that is or uh, making a bomb threat. That is brilliant. Like that. Oh, there's a story. I mean, a story this week about a Canadian woman who spent decades impersonating nurses. What do you mean impersonating a nurse? Uh, well, she, wasn't, like, qu- yeah, she no. wasn't qualified. She wasn't qualified? Uh, she, she was using fake identities and fake qualifications. Was she like... Were... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bridget... Was she Cor- wearing a latex nurse costume <laughs> or something? Was there a giveaway? 
<laughs> was it like? Uh, it was the uh, the stockings. And how it was did the, they find her? The stockings, it was the, the high heels. The stockings and high heels, <laughs> and the mini skirt. Uh, <laughs> when she couldn't find the scalpel and searching, I don't know, tottering around. It was that big nineteen twenties hat with the red bow on the front. How did they find out? Tell me uh, how she got busted. I don't know, but she was charged because uh, she was injecting people. Uh, so for administering medications and injections to twenty patients at a fertility clinic. Uh, she's been charged with uh, assault with a, with a weapon, being the uh, being How the long needle. How has she been a nurse? Seven years. Well, a pretend nurse. <laughs> <laughs> but you think she went halfway? Why just be a doctor? <laughs> she didn't oh, back herself. Mate, the whole I'm going to find that amazing. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, Hang Mickey. on, this sponge bath doesn't feel <laughs> right. <laughs> Show me your license. <laughs> So really, a full service I'm receiving here. Uh, all right, let's go on to our. Oh, let's go on to our uh, fuckwit of the week. Okay, this will be good. Is it anyone in this room? <laughs> I uh, I have turned up to this podcast with my golf clubs. I think that quali- I know you, now, that, that must qualify me <laughs> as some way as some kind of fuckwit. Where am I in the mix? You're 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 look. You're in the mix. Why have you? Hang on, why aren't you – didn't you get your licence a few years ago? Why aren't you driving? What are you talking about? I thought – but you but – No, I don't really have a not got a car no, a out here. No, yeah, right. No. So – I know. thought – but you were driving a few years ago, weren't you? I've got a golf car. <laughs> <laughs> and when you say, I was driving, Limo, <laughs> I don't think you'll find – that was true, officer. <laughs> oh, so, right. No, I'm just here because yeah. I'm not going to go and have now, a hit afterwards. And you're off to – do you take the clubs everywhere just in I case? I do, just in case. <laughs> just in case I want to pass the golf club. Yeah. You know what I'd like? You know, it would be great. Yeah. Like just have a caddy who just followed you around in life. You know, like a Sherpa. Oh, Imagine so, if you had a Sherpa. So oh, you go, instead of just going climb the mountain, so I'm going down the bottle though, and I go, Sherpa. Sherpa. A slab of beer and a nine iron. I was thought. I often thought it'd be good to have with a similar idea a cricket umpire with you because you know how they've got everything. The cricket umpire, so you could just be yeah. out, go nail clippers. They just see if they rummage no. around. Nail clippers, or Batman. He's got this belt. Belt's got. Yeah. Have, have your own little Batman with you. So right, so I'm, off, the, I'm, I'm nominating myself. I've turned up to a podcast with golf clubs. With, Surely, yeah. No, that I'm, definitely gets I'm, you a, a fuck. I'm on the, a podium finish. You're, 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 you're on the podium. Hard to beat this week's winner, though. Mm. I actually, you know what? Can I give another nomination? Yes, please. To a Crows fan at Marvel Stadium, mm. who scooped up. I'm going to show you the vision. I'm going to get it up on my Instagram. If you go to Shit Adelaide, which is an Instagram page. They just put up funny clips uh, revolving around Adelaide. This is a Crows fan at Marvel Stadium on the weekend. Yeah. Now, we've all been desperate for a drink at some point. Sure. Right. Just click on that one up the top there, Mickey. Top uh, left-hand side there. And if you can describe what this bloke's doing. Okay. So he's in a gutter, a concrete gutter. He's tipped his beer. And it's green and he's sculling it. Mm. It's beer. It's like so. It's spilt beer off the deck at Marvel Stadium. I'd still prefer that to West End. 
<laughs> if I was from Adelaide, that would still taste better than oh, I'd rather drink my own urine. <laughs> than than West End Draft. I, that's Come on. not okay. No, no. He's gonna oh, if he's not making me sick. I'm not, I'm not, I love beer. <laughs> oh, no. oh mate. Take it away. If he's not crook as a dog this week, I'll be uh <laughs> I'll be still Mickey. That's that's actually brought Mickey undone. But our fuckwit of the week yeah. goes to a woman who accidentally dropped her cell phone into a long drop toilet in a uh, national yeah. forest yeah. in Washington State. Sure. Uh the woman, after she dropped her mobile phone into the long drop toilet, disassembled the toilet seat. Yeah, yeah. And used dog leashes to try and reach her phone and pull it out. Okay, she she yeah, couldn't do risky. it. So she got a number of dog leashes, tied some around her waist, secured the end of the dog leashes <laughs> and attempted to lower herself uh, into the long drop toilet to retrieve <laughs> her mobile phone. Now, the obvious thing happened here. The uh, dog leashes have snapped and she has fallen headfirst <laughs> into a long drop toilet. Oh, my God. Now, anyone who's ever been... What's any- on that phone? <laughs> what does she need to retrieve? What is What info or pictures or family <laughs> moments could be on that phone that would make you do that? There, there's there's got to be something on there. The good, So she's head first. Now, for people who've used a long drop, this is just... The poo never disappears from a long drop. No. It just accumulates... No. Poo on poo on poo over many, many years. Yeah. So she's face first in God knows how many people's excrement. The good news, yes. there is some silver lining. She was reunited with her phone, which was a stroke of luck because she had to call emergency services to get out of the long drop because she could took a long time coming. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be there eventually. <laughs> she couldn't climb out. You know what I love about this story? If you ask nearly any woman on the planet, What's the sexiest site in the world as far as occupations go? They'll yeah. all say firemen. Yeah. Firemen. Sure. Nothing hotter than a fireman, man in uniform. So who turns up to rescue her? The local fire brigade. So here she is, a dream moment where five fireys are gathered <laughs> around the long drum and she is covered in poo. She remember, was it Miss, Miss Nude Australia competition or something? At the Crazy Horse in Adelaide. <laughs> yes. And she set fire to the curtains. She was doing some fire twirling. Oh, yeah. Or something, you know, in the talent <laughs> section, I'm guessing. <laughs> set the joint on fire. You've never seen firemen turn up quicker or in bigger numbers than to the crazy, <laughs> the horse, crazy horse crazy horse in Adelaide. I think some of them already happened to be there when what, the joint went up. Why have we got 12 trucks at the crazy horse? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there? Uh, you know, a mate of mine just this week was asked to judge the Miss Nude competition, oh which is God. on at the crazy horse next week. It's a dream of mine. And he, uh, he passed on it, but he said – I can find someone for you if you like. And they said yes. And he's cast his 22-year-old son if he wants to do well it. Done. So he sent his 22. Dad of the, dad of the, dad of the year, that is. <laughs> sent his 22-year-old son to um, uh, get down there and judge the Miss Nude competition. But our right. fuckwit of the week is the woman in Washington State falling headfirst into yeah. a long drop toilet. Making those poo joggers look like lightweights. <laughs> Quite frankly. She's, she's there at the coalface. <laughs> Fuckwits in history. Uh, this week, Mickey, I'm looking at someone who I'm sure you would be familiar with. Notorious pitch invader 
Peter Hoare. Okay. Can yeah, you remember yeah. this guy? I do. Australian Open, he interrupted yeah, at one point. Check. Uh, the Melbourne Cup. Check. He ran onto the yeah. um, track there at Flemington. I believe he interrupted a couple of celebrity funerals as well. Uh, he did. So Australia, I ran. Yeah, uh, So he was there. I was there that night. Yes. When we, we, he cost us that game. Well, we had the momentum. We were two love up. Yes. Uh, we were two nil up, and I think, and then they came back, and uh, the rest is history. Yeah. Anyway, uh, subsequent to that, and Santo Chilaro tells me this story. Oh yes. Which is a ripper. So he was queuing up at the Palais in Melbourne with a whole bunch of Italians to see some opera. Right. And they were in dinner suits and they were going to see some opera. It was a yeah. famous Italian opera artist. Yeah. But there was a uh, billboard of Michael Hutchins uh, posted on the front of the Palais because he was supposed to come and play in excess. We're going to play. Oh, right. He was going to play there. Uh, so all the, all the Italians are queued up waiting to go in. Guess he turns up and puts a reef of flowers in front of the Michael Hutchins billboard poster, He's Peter Hall. Peter Hall. The Italians recognise him and kick the daylights out of him. And as Sardo says, that's the opera crowd. That's how, that's how badly that guy was hated in certain circles. He was. So Melbourne Cup, and didn't, did he make a comeback? Whatever happened to it? He, you know what? He had a crack at politics. Many years no, later. He could win uh, this election. But <laughs> he could win. Our next Prime Minister was Peter Hall. Yeah. Uh, he had a crack at politics and I don't know what happened to him uh, since then. But, yeah, he was he, uh, was, he yeah. was the most hated man in the country on that night he in uh, 1997. Uh, well, let's go on to our, uh, Mickey, our fuckwit deep dive uh, topic of the week. We're talking this week about pubs. Bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how to behave. What are the rules? How do you keep yourself nice without ruining everyone else's night? Sure. Because the, the definition of a fuckwit Mickey, I think, is someone who doesn't play a team game. Only, yeah. They only think about themselves because yeah. life is a team sport. We all have to do this together. Sure. Um, so why don't I start by chucking a few things at you? And you tell do. me what you think. You're a man who owns a well, – well, you're I, a pub owner now. I'm a pub owner. I own a brewery, part of a brewery, part yes. of a pub. I've spent most of my life. It's my natural habitat. <laughs> However, I, I feel on more occasions than not, I've been the fuckwit. <laughs> so it's very hard for me to judge in have, this scenario. Uh, da- dare I ask, have you ever been kicked out of a bar? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. Okay. Well, where do you want to start? I've been kicked out of my own pubs. <laughs> I mean, you're not trying to. You're not trying if you don't get kicked out at, nah. some, at some point. No. Um, all right. Let's start. Let's start on vacation. What are the rules? So you swim up pool. In a so your swimming pool bar. Yeah. Uh, if you you might see them in Fiji or Mexico, yeah. or wherever you are. I was one of the yeah. Gold Coast recently. Uh, are you allowed to relieve yourself in the pool? Absolutely. It's <laughs> buy beware. You know what's going on. If a bloke hasn't moved for three hours, you know, you know, you know, swim around the warm patch. It's your issue. It's your fault. I spent, this is a true story, yeah. in a pool bar in... Bali. Yeah. I was, I was in there for I was drinking <laughs> drinking palm wine. When I got out, the uh, barman had to put my shoes on and tie up my laces. <laughs> Off you go, Mickey. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> if I had my way, there'd be a pool bar at the Olympics. 
Maybe late-late. If, you, if you're coming last, if you're coming last, yeah, if you just stop and you... And a little, and, and Mickey there behind the bar, little yeah. pina colada. Oh, pina colada. Just watching them swim past. Oh, yeah. I'd like to make the Olympic pool more like the ones we have to swim yeah. in, you know, with some <laughs> coins on the bottom. <laughs> Band-aids on the bottom. Band-aids, loose band-aids. The guy fishing leaves out of the lane eight, you know. The the creepy crawly. The Invercargill poo jogger. Invercargill poo jogger. Maybe with your your locker key attached to your speedos. You know what I'm saying? Someone, you're allowed, each country is allowed one bomb in the pool at a strategic point in a race. Get it sorted. Well, the diving, you're allowed to wear your jeans. (laughs) Diving, you have to wear jeans and no shirt. (laughs) When's the the bomb going to be... Why An not? event in the diving. I don't know. It's all. Why is it all about minimum splash? Let's have one let's maximum. Let's go bonkers. Let's have one maximum splash <laughs> event. Uh, let's get Matt Preston representing Australia <laughs> in the diving. Here he comes off the high board. Uh, okay. What about – so I drink a lot at the Napier Hotel. Good for you. Great front bar. Yeah, it really is. Really enjoy yeah, it. Classic old school. But it gets, it gets busy. Yeah. Are you allowed to sit at the bar and stay sat at the bar – when people have to reach over yes. you to get served yes. through the night, I believe so. Yeah. But you, there's no sign you to drink pretty quickly. I don't think you've got to pull your weight. If you're going, if you're going to clog up the system, you need to be pounding them down. You can't nurse oh, it. You know, like those guys who sit in cafe. Yeah, talk about fuckwits. The guys who sit <laughs> in cafes with the laptop open oh, yeah. and ordering nothing. Uh, while people who want to come in and sit down are turned away. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I'm all for Do you know, here's my my answer yes. to uh, the issue you're talking about. <laughs> I'm thinking of employing it at my pub. Yeah. Listen to me. You right? <laughs> okay. I, I mean. The beer train. <laughs> so it's like the sushi train. <laughs> Leave me out. It's sushi train. So the beers just come around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beers or drinks. It'd be a Negroni, a beer, a a Canadian club. You just take what you want and keep the glasses. Keep the glasses. You keep the glasses because that's what you do when you leave. You go up and and you give them all the glasses and they add up what you've. And that's what, how you, what you owe them. So you don't have to move. The beer comes to you. You yeah. pay. As long as you don't glass anyone, that would be a good way of getting out of paying for a drink. <laughs> what about the, the problem with that? Responsible serving and alcohol. Sure. That's an issue too. <laughs> that's an issue. So this Date means- rape, yes. But my point <laughs> is means- it's an efficient way of getting <laughs> alcohol it, it to the, the people. Out there. Right. What about uh, – so you, this means you'll be sitting in one spot and potentially drinking – 20 beers yeah. without standing up. Sure. How do, how do you go in that moment when you were sober and you sat down, then you've had 20 drinks and all of a sudden you stand up and you go, oh, shit. Yeah, look, I've, it's... I've, uh, I've forgotten how to walk. Yeah, I've worse than that. <laughs> I've, been, I've been escorted weekend at Bernie's style <laughs> from a bar stall. Um, and I'm okay with it because I'm a seasoned professional. I'm, mm. I'm a huge fan of bar stalls, I have to say. Yeah. I, I say even in restaurants, I eat on my own at the bar. I like – my natural habitat is a stool at a bar, so I'm not going to let you come in here <laughs> and tell me right. that I have no right to be at a bar and a bar stall because I'll get punchy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you agree? You know what I, I mean? I, 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 love, I, I love sitting at the bar. I, I, I love it. But sometimes when the bar's packed – I get annoyed at having to lean. Boo-hoo. Lean. <laughs> well, okay, there should be an eight items or less lane or something. You know what I mean? There Do, should be an express clear service. Clear a little space. 
somewhere. I, I, well, you always consider it, but uh, you know. Hey, uh, what about what about people who get to the bar, order four drinks, and then go, oh, sorry, can't remember the other two. Hang on. That's a crime. That's a that, that is a crime. And then That's they run back to their group. Oh, and then mate. come back well, again. Mate. The guy, oh, we all know the guy who always just, just, just goes to the toilet or leaves. This is oh. your shout. Wait, 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 wait. I've. <laughs> you're not getting away with it, mate. The, but yeah, you've got to you've got to maintain your shout. As a friend of mine was once described, he's first out of the cabin, last to the bar. He's yeah. a <laughs> massive tight ass. Never pays for a cab. Never gets the first <laughs> round of drinks. <laughs> uh Oh, I have your money ready. That's not such an issue these days because everyone just pays on their phones or with a credit card. I think we've seen the last of that. Yeah, so that's that's and the bowl of peanuts. The, oh, <laughs> COVID might COVID, have killed the bowl of peanuts. COVID may have killed the complimentary peanuts. <laughs> uh, uh, what about oh, what about this one? Busy pub, and someone comes up and orders a fancy cocktail. Yeah, I'm with that. I think there needs to be some kind yeah. of, you know, like a peak hour where you go, no cocktails for the next 45 minutes. Yeah. Or, or like a trading board. You know, like the Australian Stock Exchange? So you oh. just raise the price. So you have a, the price of all the drinks, like oh, beer, I, I, yes. a beer, uh, <clears throat> a, well, give me a cocktail, hey, a, a name, <clears throat> and you just have the prices fluctuate. Well, let's say you have and a right, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary right now is, 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 is $15.40. Uh, you could, could have got it half an hour ago for $8.50. Uh, yes. But if that's what you want it. There's this. It's hey, a, hey, that's a good idea for bar price. Has that ever been done? No. For bar prices generally? I love a trading board. Yeah, that's it a is. Good, that's a good it's hook. current prices. Good hook it's to get It's all on demand. In. Demand versus supply. Yes, I, I and, like and it. Don't forget, I've kept my second good idea today, the beer train. Don't forget the beer train. <laughs> the beer train. What's the West End draft going for then? At oh, your, mate, at your they pub? can't. It's flatlined. It's just, they've stopped trading. They've stopped. <laughs> Trading's been suspended. <laughs> Trading's been suspended on the West End. Right. Uh, you are now a pub owner. How do, you, do you have Bucks Party rules at your pub? Uh, yeah, do you just, try and push them into a corner somewhere? I, I wouldn't. Honestly, all everything aside, you, again, don't be a fuckwit. You, you can <laughs> yeah, come yeah. in if you want to be sensible, but if you – if you know, you got a dildo strapped to your <laughs> jeans and your... Fev, we're talking to you. <laughs> no, no, guys, no. Go across the road. Yeah. Uh, what about people... See, this is very popular. People stealing menus and glasses. I remember when I was at uni, I ended up with about 20 bloody pot glasses in my yeah. uni room from our local pub. Well, not what, what not, not good form. Not, what could you do? Hey, how do you feel about public displays of affection in your? Uh, you're sitting there at the bar. You're having dinner. If I'm involved, enjoying a drink, <laughs> it's it's okay. If anyone wants to approach me, uh, I don't mind as long as it's not you know avert your eyes time. Yeah, and also, and another one to me is toilet etiquette. Just I don't care how pissed you are. The toilet bowl is a big target when you're shooting at it. Yeah, from <coughs> one foot away. Yes. There's no excuse. And There's if you no do se- happen to piss all over the floor and the seat, the clean seat. it up. Well, you shouldn't be pissing on the seat, should you? That's, you should. that's got it should be up. <laughs> Don't you reckon? <laughs> well, the seat should be up. Well, it should but be But to up. both seats yeah, should yeah, be up. Yeah, yeah. If you have a leg. Some people you need don't, some but. tongs for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, all right, just don't. But the rule, just don't be. Think about other people when you're in a bar. All right, just right. Think, think about it. Don't just don't be a fuckwit. It is. It's inevitable that everyone invariably turns up great. Yeah, and it is your f- fight 
as long and hard as you can and not turn into a fuckwit. Yeah. Eventually you will. That is if you stay long enough and you will. Uh, <laughs> that's just the way of uh, the pub. That's, that's, that's the way alcohol goes. Hey, uh, Mick Malloy, now I know you're rushing off to the uh, to the golf course. I've got my golf glove on. You've got your, <laughs> golf, you've got your golf gear on. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've been practising my putting stroke through this entire interview. <laughs> <laughs> Mick was standing up practicing his swing at one point. Yeah. Uh, so we better let you go off. Thank man, you. Get yourself in practice. On your lead, mate. Uh, front bar, of course, on uh, Channel 7. <laughs> Thank you. Largely Thursday night. Large some Wednesdays. Thursday, some Wednesday. We'll get you on soon. We've yeah. had virtually everyone through from before the game now. I oh, think yeah, you're due. Well, mate, I would, I'd love to come on. Yeah, get me in there. Well. I mean, the Hawks are having a bit of an off-season. So now it's probably yeah, a, good, need... it's a good time <laughs> to get me in. It's Hawthorne Richmond. Oh, no, we can't even talk about that. Yeah. We don't know what week this is going to air. Yeah. If at all. Indeed. Uh, so uh, we will see you on the front bar. Right. And various other projects as well. Uh, Mick Malloy, thank you for joining you us mate? on Don't Be a Fuckwit. If you did enjoy the pod, and even if you didn't, please write us a nice review and rate us. Give us five stars on uh, whichever podcasting platform you are listening on. And please tell a friend about this wonderful podcast. And remember, don't be a fuckwit. Uh-huh. Oh.